begin after eight taps. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He was slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany. And make a part in about time too about not playing the ND. It was free for all and I heard him say he bought my borderlands. But just sit back and let Spencer do his trick cause you're incapable A-A-M's. Fed here. Um, had your podcast favorited on Anchor for quite some time and seen the episodes building up, but I just cannot listen to any shows on Anchor. It just drives me insane. So uh, it's finally started showing up on my iPhone podcatcher. So I've been catching up on your episodes. Been really enjoying it. Uh, everyone's mentioned the second episode with the outtakes of all the funny ums and ahs, and that, <laughs> that was funny. Um, I also wanted to say thanks for uh, all the call-ins on the other shows. Uh, my brother's been described as glue of the Anchorites before, and I think you're doing a similar sort of job, and just appreciate you yeah, keeping the, the talk going. Um, looking forward to listening to some more episodes. I'll be catching up. And um, when are you going to do some bloody gaming? Hi, Arfed. Great to hear from you, man. Um, glad you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, yeah, I finally put it on iTunes by itself, which has worked out quite well because it seems to be spreading to other platforms from there. Um, yeah, I can't listen to stuff through Anchor either. It's a real pain in the ass, to be frank. Um, thanks for comparing me to uh, Colin. Um, uh, I'm not sure I'm quite up to that level, uh, but he is something of a mentor for me. Um, as for gaming, I'm doing some Rollgate stuff, play-by-post, uh, which I'm enjoying. Um, I'm in one game run by Che Webster, which uh, is fantastic. Um, don't get a lot of opportunity for face-to-face gaming. Life's kind of getting in the way there. You know, same with online gaming. But, uh, you know, fingers crossed. Anyway, take care. Hey Spencer, just been listening to your episode where you mentioned that oh-so-contentious Guardian article with that title about D&D now being cool and not just for nerds and all that. And I can certainly see why some people are getting a bit angered and a bit antsy about it. I mean, I've my history is a story that's probably familiar to yourself and other people. You know, not very sporty at school, never one of the never one of the massively like clever kids, never one of the sporty sort of jockey, I suppose to use the American term, kids, got into role play, picked on it and bullied a fair bit for my sort of nerdy interests. And yet it does annoy me a little bit to see it all now being like the cool new thing as though it's only new. But as for The Guardian, it like any other newspaper, it's struggling with its revenues, trying to put out puff pieces. And personally, I couldn't give a hapeny jizz what they've got to say about our hobby. Great episode, dude. Keep up the good work and I'll catch you soon. Hey, Spencer, it's John again. Just listening to your episode where you're talking about people bringing in politics to roleplay. And while I agree it's becoming more prominent now, you know, with mass media, the internet, stuff like that, it was bound to happen sooner or later. Politics has been edging into almost every area of life. 
some would say it's always been there, but it's becoming more prominent in every bit of our lives for years and years and years. And role-playing games are part of life, so they're no exception. And I think, to be honest, it's probably to do with tribalism. I mean, let's face it, you get a big group of people, they'll soon divide themselves into two or more groups so they can dump on the people who aren't in their group. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of it comes down to that. Not to say there's anything wrong with political discourse that's rational, but unfortunately that doesn't happen a lot of time. But here, RPGs are just a mirror to the rest of life. Anyway, interesting point, dude. Take care. Catch you soon. Hi, John. Uh, thank you for your messages. I think that's a yeah, extremely valid point that uh, politics is infecting um, all areas of our life at the moment. Um, it's just a shame with, um, you know, RPG being primarily uh, a matter of escapism and, uh, you know, the real world kind of infecting that. And uh, I'm sure that, that I'm the same as you. We grew up in a world where um, censorship was kind of a pursuit, or a more conservative pursuit, shall we say, and uh, now that seems to be coming from the other direction, uh, which is disappointing, I suppose, more than anything else, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, um, thanks for your calls and uh, speak soon. Take care. Hey, did you hear that? I've got a message from Alfred. Well, I feel like a proper grown up anchor right now. Thanks for getting in touch. Also, a couple of calls there from uh, John Large of Red Dice Diaries. And uh, coming up, a message from Liren from Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. But what's this? Some fresh meat? Spencer Shandy Andy here, recent convert to your podcast. Only just discovered it uh, about a week or so back. Loving it, love the name. Uh, Cooked with Mulvey, inspired mate. Had me chuckling uh, for over 24 hours now every time I think of it. And I'm in for the Kickstarter should you decide to uh, go with that. Anyway, keep up the good work, Frank. Did I say Frank Spencer? Well, I try anyway. Hey Andy, or do you prefer Shandy? Um, I'm glad you're enjoying the podcast. Always good to hear from new listeners. And um, thank you very much for reminding me of Frank Spencer with that little clip. Uh, something I haven't seen in years. And um, yes, I haven't actually been called that uh, since I was at school back in the 80s. Um Yeah, so thank you very much, and uh, I hope I don't disappoint in the future. (laughs) Take care. Bye. Hey, Spencer, it's Liren. Are you doing okay? Haven't seen an episode from you lately, and I'm wondering what's on your mind. I hope everything's going all right, and that you're having good weather. Ours finally cooled off. It is 68 degrees at 10 o'clock at night, and trust me when I tell you, that is a lovely break. Anyways, I'm just missing you. So I thought I would check on you and see 
if you're just have an especially good podcast brewing in there and it hasn't quite percolated yet or what. Hope you're well. Hey, Liren, thanks for your message. Um, well, the pressure, pressure's on now, isn't it? I've, uh, I'm afraid I don't have an especially good episode uh, brewing. Uh, but um, I've just, I've been struggling to kind of come up with content um, and stuff I have recorded. I need to kind of play around with it a bit and just kind of put the episode together, really. But, um, yeah, just life getting in the way. Um, I feel that I've kind of, you know, when I first started out, I had all these ideas and I got really into it. And now I just feel like that pace has uh, slowed down a little bit, things cropping up. But uh, no, there's nothing um, of any concern going on, really. You know, just, uh, you know, just running out of ideas. (laughs) Anyway, take care. Hey, I think there must be something in the air, man. Um, There's a lot of this kind of... uh, out of ideas sentiment that seems to be infecting us anchorites um well you know let's let's just try and get through this hello my name's spencer aka free thrall and you're listening to Keep Off the Borderlands, a podcast about not playing RPGs. Oh yeah, that's right, kids. Almost ten minutes in, and the episode hasn't even started yet. I could be the new James Bond. <laughs> Episode 10. Questions, questions, questions. So, at the end of the last episode, I set myself a little challenge. um, I thought I'd roll up a setting and kind of a scenario so that I'd be able to um, play around with the glog rules. That's... um, The Goblin Laws of Gaming by, should have looked that up, should probably give a name check to the guy who started it all, um, Arnold Kemp. I feel that, uh, well, I was very pleased with what I rolled up, it really got my gears turning, and, um, but it... (laughs) It didn't take me long to realise that the scenario that I came up with probably wouldn't lend itself to what I was intending to do with it. Not only that, it seemed like a waste of a great idea. So I thought I would maybe turn that into some kind of pamphlet, perhaps. Maybe a little micro-setting thing. I'd probably get more out of playing around with that. And to test the glog rules, I found a um, a solo adventure. Uh, I 
believe it's for Mensa Basic, called Blizzard Pass. So I'm going to be playing through that, make things a little bit easier on myself. So it seems I've fallen at the first fence, but it's not all gone to waste. So, uh, well, let's see how I, I get on with this. So looking at uh, Blizzard Pass, um, it does seem a bit railroady, but that might be what I need. Unless um, you've got a better suggestion for a, um, you know, an adventure or module that would lend itself to a bit of uh, solo play. Be interested to hear your thoughts on that. So here's a little bit of me uh, musing about the D20. You know, questioning its popularity and uh, I was just kind of inspired by something that uh, Jay Webster said. As Jay Webster touched on in his most recent uh, GM journal and um, and I also wander into a little bit about level zero characters um, which was something that Ray Otis was talking about on a recent Plundergrounds episode and um, I wasn't sure whether to put this up or not but you know It's something, isn't it? <laughs> what do you people want from me? Hello. Apologies for the acoustics. I am on my uh, shift at the local museum. You may hear also hear some strange noises in the background. You might even learn a little bit about the history of the Granton on Spay, the capital of the Cairngorms. But what I'm hoping to talk about is the D20, the isosahedron. I've just been listening to the most recent episode of uh, Che Webster's GM Journal. And uh, yes, Che, I'm leapfrogging off the back of one of your episodes yet again. But um, he was speaking about um, his problem with the D20. And I have to say, I agree. Um, Che was talking about the D20 being very swingy. You know, and he expressed a preference for rolling D6s. And it got me thinking about that. And it, in fact, it got me thinking about just why did the D20 become so popular? You know, the fact that it's possible to work out the percentile chance of a success quite easily, each increment representing 5%. But when it's... I don't know, that strikes me as being quite arbitrary when you consider its 
swinging us. And I'm wondering if, just think about the possibility of replacing that with a 3D6. Um, you know, I get the, the attraction of a D20. I mean, they do roll very well. Um, yeah, it's kind of that sweet spot. Once you get beyond that point, things start to get a little bit spherical, shall we say, um, in an impractical way. But there is something about D6s and about rolling a bunch of dice that I really like. I do like dice pool systems, as I've uh, mentioned in the past. Um, or I like the idea of them. Um, you know, I've been playing some castles and crusades, play by post, with Che, and um, I've often done, well, you know, to be honest, we haven't rolled that much. But when I have rolled, I've kind of felt that my character has, there have been a few occasions where he's failed to do something that I felt, based on his stats, he should have been able to pull off quite easily. And when I am successful in doing something, the feeling is, blimey, that was lucky. I don't know, I don't feel that reflects an experience of being a character with a particular set of skills. You know, um, it just feels like I got lucky. So, uh, this kind of, um, I am attracted to this, you know, the bell curve, where, you know, as something is within your character's wheelhouse, um, this should be a high chance of them being able to do it. And I know I'm talking about, you know, first level characters here, but, you know, if your character has a certain leaning, certain talents, I just feel that it's, that I don't know whether it's a problem between being a first level character and your, you know, you you come to that with a background. You come to that the character has a kind of a pre-game history that's got them to where they are. And I'm not necessarily talking about you know characters being your character being heroic. You know, because I'm a big fan of. I was certainly drawn to. Um, to the level zero approach to character creation. But kind of in that, you, you are discovering who your character is as you're playing it, rather than coming with a class, a background. 
I mean, I do like the idea of being some, like a peasant with nothing to defend himself but a chicken or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, so, yeah, I wasn't sure whether to put that up or not because I'm not sure whether I feel that strongly about it either way, but I would be interested in hearing your thoughts about it. Now here's a question. Um, what's your favourite version of basic D&D? Now, I'm not talking about retro clones. I just mean between Holmes, BX and Beckme. And you could throw in... Uh, original D&D as well and uh, yeah I'd just like to hear what your favourite version is and why oh and I was completely forgetting uh, the classic and the black box version now what was it I wanted to talk about oh hold on a minute oh, good morning come in hope you slept well um, please, yes, yeah, take a seat, take a seat. Um, now, uh, would you like tea or coffee this morning? No, no, tea or coffee? Would you like tea or coffee? Oh, uh, you'd like tea with your breakfast, but coffee after, that's absolutely fine, I can do that for you. Um, the coffee, yeah, it's uh, in a cafetiere. No, like um, like a French press. One of these with the plunger on top. No, don't plunge it. Oh, it's gone everywhere. Um, I'll get this cleaned up. Can I get you some toast while we're at it? Some toast. Bread, toast, toasted bread. Would you like brown or white? Brown or, or white? Brown toast or white toast? I'll get you a mixture. No, mixture. You get what you're given, okay? And you'll bloody like it. Well... That's about enough from me. Thank you very much for listening. I've been free for all. Again, I really appreciate those messages. If you do want to get in touch, if you've got a question or any feedback, click the link in the description. Or you can always send me an email, spencer.freeforall at gmail.com. Let the dice fall where they may.
I'm trying to do some field recording out here. Come on, Daddy. <laughs>